So I thought we weren't supposed to boast. Isn't that what the Bible says? We're going to discuss that. What is right or correct boasting today? Hello, my name is Peter Finch, and this is Beyond the Notes. So this past Lord's Day, as we gathered here at McGregor Baptist Church, we discussed how Paul talked about boasting and how he did not want to have to boast in himself. And even at the very end of the sermon, we saw in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 17, specifically verse 17, where Paul says, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. You know, and, and the Bible talks about boasting and about Um, seeking glory, and usually it's in a negative context. We're told, for example, Ephesians 2, 8, 9 tells us not to boast of good works because salvation is by grace through faith. And also, if you look in James chapter 4, verse 16, it says that we should not boast in our arrogance. The context there is when there are people who say, you know, today and tomorrow we're going to such and such a city and we'll spend time there and we'll make a profit and we'll make a living, we'll make lots of money. And James says, but you don't even know what tomorrow is going to come. Don't boast in your arrogance. So there's a lot of, we know that we're not supposed to boast or to brag. Um, but yet, Paul told us in 2 Corinthians 10 that we are supposed to boast in the Lord. So what, what is this positive boasting he's talking about? What is the, the, the godly kind of boasting? Well, if you read scripture, mostly in the New Testament, there are some in the Old, um, but we see several references, several of them here in 2 Corinthians, that talk about what a, what a Christian's boasting is supposed to look like, or rather, in what should we boast? So today what I want to do is to go through just a couple of different, more than a couple, different verses in, in scripture and talk about what it says we should boast in. First, the Bible says that we should boast in our relationship with other believers, for example, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 1.14, it says, Just as you did partially understand us, that on the day of our Lord Jesus, you will boast of us as we will boast of you. So here, boasting is not a negative uh, aspect. It's part of when we are with Christ on that day, the day that Lord Jesus Christ comes to redeem and to finally take home his church. We are going to boast in the fact that they are brothers and sisters in Christ. And Paul says, you will do the same for us. We have a unity, a, a common denominator in Christ. We are family in Christ, and we can boast in our relationship with other believers. Paul also says in 2 Corinthians 9, verse 2, talking specifically about the offering he was raising for the, the, the church and the needs of the church in Jerusalem. He says this in chapter 9, verse 2 of 2 Corinthians, For I know of your readiness, of which I boast about you to the people of Macedonia saying that Achaia has been ready since last year, and your zeal has stirred up most of them. Paul saying, I rejoice in the fact, I boast in the fact that I can tell the people in Macedonia that, listen, Achaia, Corinth, and the other churches, they've been ready. Praise God, I can see them growing in their faith because they have been ready. They have put eagerness into raising an offering for this church. And Paul boasts in his relationship with the believers and their growth in the Christian life. And similarly, in 2 Thessalonians 1.4, Paul says about the church in Thessalonica, he says, 2 Thessalonians, not 1. 1.4 says, Therefore, we ourselves boast about you and the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith 
in all your persecutions and in the afflictions that you are enduring. Paul says that when we talk to other churches, when we talk to other believers, we can rejoice and boast in the fact that we see God working in your life. We see you growing in your faith. He says, we, we talk of your steadfastness and of your faith in the midst of persecutions and tribulations and afflictions. And Paul says, we can boast in that because there is a relationship together with the Lord. So let me ask you a question as you listen to this or as you watch this. When is the last time that you and I boasted about one of our brothers and sisters in Christ? When's the last time that we commended them for the work that we see God doing in their lives? Paul says this is a good kind of boasting. So we boast in our relationship with other believers. We also can boast in our weaknesses. And granted, I think this is a little more difficult for all of us. Uh, nonetheless, it is page after page in scripture. For example, Paul says, and we'll get to this in a couple of weeks, in 2 Corinthians 11, verse 30, he says, if I must boast, I will boast of the things that show my weakness. And then later in the same, on my Bible, on the same page, chapter 12, verse 9, when Paul asked the Lord to remove this thorn in the flesh, he said, but he, God, said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, and my power is made perfect in weakness. Paul says, therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul's saying, I'm not going to boast in what I do well. I'm not going to boast in anything that, that I could muster up to do myself or my character or who I am. He said, what I can boast in, looking in turn, uh, inwardly toward myself, what I can boast in is my weakness, where I'm not strong. He says, the reason why I can boast in my weakness, the reason why you and I can boast in our weaknesses is because it's in our weaknesses that the power of God is made manifest. God said, for my power is made perfect in weakness. James, similarly says in James 1.9, let the lowly brother boast in his exaltation. He said, even those who are poor, those who are weak among you, they can boast in the fact that in Christ, they are strong. In Christ, they are rich. Paul says in Romans 5, 3, using a different word in English for boasting, it's the same word in Greek. He says, Romans 5, 3, not only that, but we rejoice or we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Paul says that you and I can boast in the areas in which we find ourselves weak. He says, because in that weakness, the spotlight is shown upon Christ, because as the, even though we are weak, God still works in and through us. And when people see what is done, they realize this was not happening by Paul or Peter could not have possibly done this. It must have been God in him. So we can boast in our weaknesses as well. But most importantly, I believe the Bible teaches that we can boast in our Lord. We can boast in our Lord. And that's what that verse in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 17 let, says, says, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. Psalm 34, 2 says, My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. The psalmist is saying that when, we, when our praise and when our focus and our attention is set before the Lord and what we brag about is the Lord and what he has done, it says the people who see us and who hear us 
will rejoice and be glad. They can see the work that the Lord has done, and they too can join in rejoicing in what God has done. Paul says in Galatians chapter 6, verse 14, But far be it from me to boast in anything except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. So Paul says, when I think about what I can boast about in the Lord, the first thing that comes to mind is the cross. I can boast in the cross of Jesus Christ because through that cross, I am crucified to the world and the world to me. He said, I can boast in the cross because if it wasn't for the cross, I would have nothing. I would be lost. I would be eternally condemned in my sin. Romans 5, 2 says, Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand and we rejoice, same word, we rejoice or we boast in the hope of the glory of God. He says we can rejoice, we can, we can make much of the hope that we have in the glory of God. We can boast in the Lord. Romans 5, 11, same chapter says, More than that, we also rejoice or we boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we have now received reconciliation. So there, once again, Paul says, as I boast, it's, it's, it's not in anything that I have done. It is not in my power, rather it's in my weaknesses, because in my weaknesses, God is made strong. His power is made manifest. And as I boast, I boast in the Lord, because through Jesus Christ and his work on the cross and through his resurrection, he has now allowed us to be reconciled with him. He said, what greater thing is that? And, and Paul boasts in the fact that, that, that God has done this. He said, this. This is incredible to think that God would actually do that for somebody like me. And Paul says, it's, it's the only thing I can do but to, but to boast in him. And as we continue on in 2 second, in second Corinthians, in the next, uh, next three chapters, specifically the next two chapters, Paul 11 times is going to use the word boast. He's going to talk about why I can boast in the Lord. And yes, part of that is, is him defending his own apostleship, and we'll, we'll consider that in the next several weeks. But let me finish today where we finished on this past Lord's Day, when Paul said, let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. He referred back to Jeremiah chapter 9, verses 23 and 24, and we read this verse on Sunday, but let me reread it again for us today. Jeremiah says, thus says the Lord, let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. But let him who boasts boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. You see, our boast is in the fact that we can understand and know the Lord, know who he is, know how he works. And my dear brother and sister in Christ, it has nothing to do with anything that we have done. Rather, it's in spite of us that God chooses to show mercy and allow us to know him and to understand him. And by God's grace, he has, if you're a child of God, if you're a believer today. And we can boast in the fact that God has allowed us to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, something we do not deserve, but something that God freely gives us, that we accept by faith, having repented of our sins, 
and now today we can boast. We can boast in our relationship with other believers. We can boast in the family that we have in Christ. We can make, make much of the work that God is doing in our brothers and sisters, both here at McGregor and in our community and around the world. We can boast as difficult as it is in our weaknesses when sickness prevails, when that diagnosis you never want to hear is pronounced, when a loved one is lost. We can still boast in the fact that God is sovereign, that God is good, and that God uses even those difficulties for his ultimate glory and for our good. And we can boast in the Lord because the Lord is good and he is gracious. He is full of mercy. And to think that he has done all of this for us, for me, how can we keep our mouths shut? So I pray that you would join me in boasting in our great God this week. As we go through this week and we see, we come across difficulties, we come across scripture, but let our mindset be, God, allow me the opportunity to see you at work around me and let me boast in you. Well, thank you for listening today. I I invite you to join us this coming Lord's Day as we continue in chapter 11 of 2 Corinthians, continuing to talk about Paul's boasting in the Lord. Until then, my God richly bless you and see you next time here on Beyond the Notes.